Hi there, and welcome to It's Coming with Kim and Christine. I'm Kim. And I'm Christine. And this is It's Coming, a weekly podcast on the signs of the second coming of Jesus Christ. Today's episode, we're talking about secret combinations. You know, the ones from the Book of Mormon, right? Yeah, that's the ones. Are there secret combinations ever talked about in the Bible? Uh, the phraseology? Let me put it that way. Is there a phrase... Ology, no? I do not think that phrase is used. All right. So for those of you that are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, look it up in the Book of Mormon. Secret conditions. <laughs> Although I will quote Isaiah. Okay, good. Does he, ta- does he talk about the phrase secret combinations? He's a poet. He's going to come up with his own way of saying things. Oh, Isaiah. Well, if Isaiah makes you all want to curl up in the fetal position and think, I already don't understand this episode, go back and re-listen to Easy Isaiah or whatever the name of that podcast was. Yes. Has that made Isaiah easier for you, Kim? Yeah. Actually, Christine, you've made Isaiah easier. I just listen and let you do the work. (laughs) Okay. Are you still dating the same boy? I am. I am still... (laughs) Dating the same boy every week. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> he is such a cute boy, and I just still get to date him. It's very fun. Because if you if you broke up, then we should stop recording, and then you can tell me all about it. <laughs> yes, and if we broke up, I might even edit this part out so we don't have to have my mental breakdown happen on a recorded line. Although sometimes we, you know, ever since we're done with the plagues and stuff, we don't have very much excitement. So, you know. Oh, so my love life. Bring it in. And some drama of a breakup, maybe the excitement. <laughs> How do we go with positive, good excitement in life? Kim's dating a boy and it's good. Like my life, can I just say for a second, because my life has been so filled with drama for so Many, many, many years. And I am in the last couple of years, like looking behind me, wondering what's going to like hit me because it's been so quiet. Hmm. And now I'm dating a boy and he's like, just good. And it's like, hold your breath. But no, like it's just been like this quiet oh. lack of drama in my life. And I, I'm not kidding. I think it was like after... I don't know, 17 years of, I I don't know, more than that, because I even felt like before that, then you had young kids and life was crazy. Now I'm in this like empty nester, life is quiet. Well, I'm very happy for you. I'm taking it. Your life is still freaking crazy. It's so crazy. There's so much. If you go back to my history, it's crazy. And these days it's like, I got nothing. Life's chill. And I'm taking it. Taking it. Have you seen any signs of the times lately? Uh, Daily? I try to avoid them. Can I say I'm on an avoidance of the sign of the times? Sure. I'm just kind of immersing myself in goodness these days. So I've stopped watching the news. (laughs) You have? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I have. Dare I admit this? (laughs) That's fine. Because we already talked about how the news is full of a bunch of false teachings anyway. It's also full of a bunch of slides at the times and I just needed a break. Yeah, that's good. I'm on vacation. Anything important happens, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I figure, I figure, why do I have to spend my time doing this? 
I guess I get to spend time talking to you and you can tell me anything worth knowing because you keep up on it all. Well, I recently experienced a sign of the second coming. Oh, a sign? A sign. Was it the sign of the Son of Man? No. And no, I missed it? Because all of us will see that together. I know, but I may not recognize it. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to make sure you're going to tell me. I'm telling you, if it's, if it's the sign of the Son of Man, I'm going to call you that day. I'm not going to wait for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wait for our next recording session. <laughs> no, I'll call you right away. That's good. That's good. And if you get called to deliver cinnamon rolls to, you know, the central part of the United States, you'll let me know that too. I'll let you know that too. Nothing that exciting, but so I was recently up at girls camp. So for those of you, oh, we call it young women's camp now. Did you know that? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And maybe it was always supposed to be that. Anyway, so in our church, the teenage girls go camping every summer. It's it's a thing and it's lots of fun and we have a great time up there. Where I live, we go kind of like toward Tahoe, but it's like, then we go a little bit west. So it's not in Tahoe, but it's it's um, certainly up in that general area. We were up there at the beginning of July, like uh, after 4th of July. And while I was there, there was a 5.9 magnitude earthquake just south of Tahoe. Wow. Did you feel it? No, I did not feel it. I think we actually already talked about that on a podcast. It's a, I know, but it, it's a different <laughs> one, and I didn't feel this one either. Oh, it was another one that you didn't feel? Unless I already mentioned this one. I, I never feel them. I never, it's ever a, feel So them. are you just callous to the signs of the time? <laughs> well, you're says, looking for the greater and grander signs. Is that what that is? You look it up online, it says shaking was felt hundreds of miles away. And it's like, how did I not feel anything? You're like, I was in a number. There were, there were like, I don't know, quite a few earthquakes that day, like a number of them. Uh-huh. That one was the closest and the biggest. And I was like, you know, I mean, as the crow flies, probably 30 miles from, like, like close, close to it. Yeah. I think you've become callous to the signs of the times and you're just looking for the greater and grander. But I'm trusting what the Bible says about the earthquake that's going to be caused when Jesus... <laughs> I'm going to feel that Everyone will feel it. And that's got to include me because I'm part of everyone if I'm alive. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think that's good to count on. Yes. So actually, that's not what we're talking about today, but I just wanted to see. What are we talking about today? I already forgot. Uh, Secret combinations. Oh, yeah. Secret combinations. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. We haven't started talking about that yet. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) we're seven and a half minutes in. But we haven't started talking about secret <laughs> It's okay. We don't. We, we won't make the podcast too long. <laughs> Kim, for anyone who has not read the Book of Mormon, maybe yes. you could tell them what oh, are secret combinations. Is it like the combination to get into your locker at school <laughs> and keep it a secret? Okay, a secret combination would be a group of people that conspire together secretly to do evil. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Every now and then I get an answer right. Yeah. I always think of it like, okay, uh, I did something really terrible and you did something really terrible, but we're both not going to tell anybody, you know, like they. Can I just 
share for a second, and maybe this is too much sharing, so I'll have to be careful what I share here. But I am going to recommend, um, as someone who works in human resources and has seen a lot, <laughs> that that is not good because somebody gets a guilty conscience and starts ratting people out. Ah. And y'all might lose your job. So there's my two cents. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Is your two cents to not tell people or just not do bad stuff? Not do bad stuff and think that if uh, the only person that knows I did this bad thing is this other person and they did something bad, then we're both locked in. Hmm. Now somebody gets a guilty conscience and rats you both out, including <laughs> themselves. Uh, did you ever watch that one show? What was it called? With Olivia Pope. It was not necessarily a, a righteous TV program. Maybe I should not be admitting that I watched it. I don't know who Olivia Pope is. I got to Google that. Well, she was like the person on the TV show. It was all about secret combinations. <laughs> like she, she was a fixer in in Washington, D.C. And um, yeah, there were secret combinations in every episode. <laughs> And it was all made to look like it was for the greater good. Oh, it was for, for those that didn't Google it yet, for the political drama television series, Scandal. Oh, yeah, Scandal. I probably shouldn't admit that I watched that, but <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, I felt like I was watching history. <laughs> <laughs> I am not recommending the program, especially to your children. It's a terrible, terrible <laughs> program. All right. So secret combinations, um, they are prophesied. They, so they happened, of course, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, back in the days when the Book of Mormon was being written. And they are also prophesied that they are going to, they're one of the signs of the times. So it's a sign of the, um, knowing that it, we're leading up to the second coming of Christ, when we see secret combinations start to creep in again. So let me see which scripture to start with. Oh, here, here. This is a good one to start with. Second Nephi chapter 10, verse 11 and 15 it says in this land. So we're talking about the United States shall be a land of liberty unto the Gentiles. And there shall be no king upon the land who shall raise up to the Gentiles. And then in verse 15, it says, wherefore, for this cause that my covenants may be fulfilled, which I have made unto the children of men that I will do unto them while they are in the flesh. I must needs destroy the secret works of darkness and of murders and of abominations. So talking specifically about the United States and then talking about how in the last days, while they are in the flesh. So one day, so this is in the future. So again, like picture we've got like, we're at the mall and here's like a map and where are we? There's we are car. at the you are here button. Yes. You're th and we are not here. <laughs> no. Right? Because this has not happened yet. That um, the Lord is promising to destroy the secret works of darkness and murders and abominations while they are in the flesh. So we all know that, you know, murderers are punished in the next life, right? We all know that. But this is different because it's while they are in the flesh. So not only are secret combinations prophesied that they're going to be a part of the last days, but also Christ is going to destroy them in the last days too. Hmm. I would say the little you are here button would be prior to the destruction, but actually all, also but while they are here. Interesting. We do agree. I agree with everything you say, Christine. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> 
let me share with you from Mormon chapter eight. It says, and it shall come in a day when the blood of the saints shall cry unto the Lord because of secret combinations and works of darkness. Yea, why do you build up your secret combinations to get gain and cause that widows should mourn before the Lord and also orphans to mourn before the Lord and also the blood of their fathers and their husbands to cry unto the Lord from the ground for vengeance upon your heads. Behold, the sword of vengeance hangeth over you and the time soon cometh that he avenge the blood of the saints upon you for he will not suffer their cries any longer. That sounds pretty dramatic, doesn't it? It sounds like redemption. It's like the underdog or the people that are suffering. Like, guys, hang in there. Those people that are doing bad things, God will get them. Yeah, God will get them. (laughs) It's not a bad thing to say, God will get them. (laughs) Kind of what it sounds like, though. Yeah, I think so. Fear not. I look forward to God getting them. Yeah, well... Gosh, putting an end to the secret combinations, that's going to be a wonderful day if that's a one-day thing. I don't know, but it might be. <laughs> if it's a one-day thing, that's going to be a that's <laughs> going to be a dramatic day. <laughs> it's going to be a dramatic day. Wipe them all out. Yeah. So in Ether chapter 8, it says that um, when you see the secret combinations, we'll awake to the awfulness of our situation. I would say we could put the little star there. You are here. We see the secret combinations and we see how awful our situation is. Hmm. So you are here. To get some from the Old Testament in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 21, it says, the earth shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. So bloodshed, crime, and violence are going to be exposed. Exposed. It's going to be interesting. I hope I see it here. I still... Yeah. In Isaiah 28, 17 and 18, it says, Hail shall sweep away the refuge of lies, and the water shall overflow their hiding place. Your covenant with death shall be disannulled, and your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, you shall be trodden down by it. This couple of verses uh, makes reference what sounds like to me several things that we discussed many podcasts ago. You know, where it says your covenant with death shall be disannulled. To me, that reminds me of that one plague where the the bad guys are um, stung and they want to die, but they can't. Yes. They wish for death and it do- and it escapes them. It eludes them until yes. later when it doesn't elude them anymore. And also where it mentions hail, waters overflowing their hiding place. I don't know interesting but i think the talk part that's talking about the secret combinations is when it's saying oh they're refuge of lies right so they've got this refuge of lies and i think of that as secret combinations is this refuge of lies Hmm. yeah yeah it's interesting to think about that i'm just thinking for a second like you know just the that concept of you know so often the evil people do and the degree to which it's hidden and then it's like hmm but someday <laughs> yeah. And we read we read about that. Remember that one podcast where it says, "Yes, someday we're all going to know." What, what what did we name that podcast? Um I I don't know which wait. Um 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 
don't remember. I okay. know what you did, or at least we will. Or yes. Or something like that. I know what you did, or at least I will. Yeah, it's exactly that, right? Yeah, that is what it's referring to is that's the unveiling of the secret combinations. And that specifically is talked about in Doctrine and Covenants. I think it's section 88. Yes, I know. Because remember in 88, um, it has like um, the seven trumps of the resurrection. And following that are the seven trumps of and then we're going to know everything that happened in the first thousand years. And then yes. we're going to watch the movie for all the evil. I can't wait to watch those movies. That'll be like a good binge watching weekend. <laughs> I know all the evil. I want to see it all. Uh, but you know what else I look forward to watching is honestly the other, like the good side. Like the degree to which sometimes we're just going about our ways and we don't understand the positive impact we have on people. So just on that positive spend, spin, I also look forward to, I know what you did, or at least I will, of all the good stuff you did. Yeah, me too. It's not just the the um, real scandal show that I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> there is room for good news in the world. So I have a quote from John Taylor. So John Taylor, he was a prophet of the church in the 1800s. So he was actually the third prophet. So in the latter days, and he said this, these secret combinations were spoken of by Joseph Smith years and years ago. I have heard him time and time again, tell about them. And he stated that when these things began to take place, the liberties of this nation would begin to be bartered away. Hmm. Yeah. Which I think is happening on a daily basis, more liberties seem to be bartered away. For sure. For sure. I think that's just true. The further we get from God, the more that we lose our freedom. Yeah. It's and so sometimes true. people, and I think Satan tries to like make it sound like it's the exact opposite, right? Like that if you keep the commandments, think of all the things you can't do. And yet the truth is, if you keep the commandments, think of all that stuff that you don't have to be burdened with. Like you're just so much more free. A hundred percent. Got a scripture, another one from Isaiah. Isaiah said this, he said, for thou hast trusted in thy wickedness. Thou hast said, none seeth me. Is that not describing the secret combinations? Trusting in your wickedness saying, nobody sees me. Yeah. Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee. And thou hast said in thine heart, I am and none else beside me. Therefore shall evil come upon me. Thou shalt not know from whence it riseth and mischief, mischief shall fall upon thee and thou shalt not be able to put it off and desolation shall come upon thee suddenly. See, that sounds like one day when thou shalt not know. So again, talking about the secret combinations of the last days and talking about how one at some point in the last days, I mean, and if we're not alive during that time, then it's just like, oh, sure, they'll be punished after when death comes. But perhaps um, at some point it's going to happen in the flesh, like we read before. It'll be a fun thing to watch go down. <laughs> watch, yes. Or not. It'll be traumatic because you'll be like, wait, you, yeah. you were part of that? Not yeah. you. I don't mean you as in you, Christine. I mean you as in like an arbitrary somebody saying to someone like, wait, wait a second, wait, you? Okay, just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> Another one in the book of Revelation, chapter 17. Uh, it's just talking about the secret combinations themselves. 
saying that the kings of the earth are committing fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been drunk with the wine of their fornication. So basically saying that political leaders are going to be dishonest and awful. Oh, wow. I wonder when that will happen. (laughs) I'm sure we're not there yet, Kim. (laughs) Not yet. In our timeline of you are here, yeah, we're not Uh, there yet. It's in the future. It's in the future. Yeah. (laughs) Someday it could happen that political leaders won't be honest. Right. (laughs) So Ezra Taft Benson in 1988, which seems like an era of peace and righteousness compared to today, said, I testify that wickedness is rapidly expanding in every segment of our society. It is more highly organized, more cleverly disguised, and more powerfully promoted than ever before. Secret combinations lusting for power, gain, and glory are flourishing. A secret combination that seeks to overthrow the freedom of all lands, nations, and countries is increasing its evil influence and control over America and the entire world. And that was how many years ago? Uh, That was 1988. So that was when I was like uh, 16. (laughs) This is 30-some years ago. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's uh, changed a little bit and grown a little worse. Uh, I think so, yeah. And then uh, one last quote, and this one's from Russell M. Nelson uh, from 2016, an address that he gave at BYU Hawaii. He said, around 41 BC, many Nephites joined the church and the church prospered, but secret combinations also began to grow. And many of their cunning leaders hid among the people and were difficult to detect. As the people became more and more prideful, many of the Nephites made a mock of that which was sacred, denying the spirit of prophecy and of revelation. And those same threats are among us today. The somber reality is that there are servants of Satan embedded throughout society. So be very careful about whose counsel you follow. I love that. Be very careful about whose counsel you follow. Could there be more wise counsel in today's society for today's society? And I think we should go back to our last podcast that talked about the way to find truth is through the Holy Ghost. And here, I think President Nelson is coming straight out saying, don't just trust a person because they hold a trustworthy position. Yeah, right. For sure. We need to be sensitive to and following the spirit of the Lord. Yeah. So I'll just reiterate a little bit of what we said last time. It's, it's that concept. We have to stop, step away from the noise. We just have to step away from the noise and allow ourselves to be, allow our, you know, our heart and our mind to hear the will of God and the spirit speak to us versus the noise of the world. If we want to know. The truth. And if we want to be <laughs> not sucked up in those secret combinations. Yeah. Um, Russell M. Nelson um, also said, sadly, some of you who thought your some who you thought were your friends will betray you and some things will simply seem unfair. However, I promise you that as you follow Jesus Christ, you will find sustained peace and true joy. It's so true. Sometimes I feel like in society and, and some people, it's sad to me, they I feel like they lose their testimony of God and of Christ because they look around and feel like there's so much that's unfair. And we have to remember that, that like the world might seem unfair, but 
in the end, Christ and God prevail and truth wins and peace reigns. And in the meantime, we might be just stuck in having to deal with the reality of free agency and people's choices and how they how it harms us. But no greater gift can someone find than just feeling peace amongst the storms of this life. And that only comes through that comforting spirit of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And good to remember that unfairness is not proof that God doesn't exist, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But rather, like, if, when we think about it from a different perspective, we think, what is more unfair than the way Jesus Christ suffered for our sins and the way Jesus Christ treated. Exactly. If there is someone who can understand what it feels like to be treated unfairly, there is no one other than the Savior that could understand that concept better. He lived it. And not just that, but again, through like his suffering for our sins, it's uncomprehensible on what level he has lived it. It is still real today. All of these people who you know, try to draw others away from him, he still suffered for their sins. Like, how fair is that? Right. But like, yeah, people seek to destroy him and he seeks to save those same people. But I love that that quote from, you know, I have that be my umbrella scripture, that quote that I just read from President Nelson, how he promises that as we follow Jesus Christ, you will find sustained peace and true joy sustained peace like what what better umbrella is that than having sustained peace and true joy he's not promising that we're going to have like you know all green lights and empty parking spots and smooth sailing green lights for the rest of your life (laughs) (laughs) i like it best parking spots ever we're not promised that but at the even with all that we have endured and will endure that as we follow christ we can experience sustained peace and true joy. I know I've seen that in life. Like even when things might, if I just like told you about how things were going, it might sound really bad. But at the same time, think I have a great life and I'm happy, you know, even though maybe some bad stuff happens sometimes. For sure. I mean, I I really have such a testimony of that because I feel like Uh, you know, yes, I feel like I've definitely on the path of peace lately in life where things have been quiet and calm and all that that I talked about earlier. But I have had those years of just such a storm of unending chaos and unfairness and pain and like, whatever, where I feel like I've been in the swirl. And yet in that I can testify that there was just moments of joy, happiness, Okay, that may have eluded me, but joy in just knowing that God knows me and loves me and like, he's got my back. It is what it is in the moment, but like, I know he's there and he loves me and he's got my back. And that is a great message. The Lord has your has our backs if we're following him. <laughs> <laughs> he knows us and loves us and he has your back. All right. Well, thanks again, Christine, for another great episode of It's Coming with Kim and Christine. And thanks everyone else for tuning in and can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye.